Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizio, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Ask and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening your, and utilizing your essential nature. And during this uh, show, we ask three important questions. Uh, what has your soul shared with you on your journey? What do you still want to know most from your soul and the divine? And if you were a magnet on Divine's refrigerator, what would you say? And today I'm with Alex Levy, and we are talking about finding grace throughout chaos. Welcome, Alex. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited and honored to be a part of this. Thank you. And I love this topic right now because my life is a little chaotic. Mm. You know, I broke my ankle. Yes. The dog is running around. They're outside working on the deck. The dog walker is supposed to be here in 15 minutes. Like, you yes. name it, right? Yes. Yeah. So what is like when people are in the midst of that chaos, what is your kind of go-to suggestion for helping them, helping them get back to that grace? Yeah. And I, I first think it's just important that we acknowledge that we are in that flux. Sometimes it's like, we're changeling, you like, we're going through this metamorphosis of this chaotic shift. Um, but there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And so oftentimes I think if we can do things that we find inspiring or that can bring us inspiration, it's going to help us shift out of that chaos back into grace. So finding things that really light you up or, and, or giving yourself time to actually just be, sometimes we need to just be in that, that energy of the flux without forcing or pushing ourselves, um, too much, uh, before we're too ready. So I think finding things that are going to light you up, finding things that are going to inspire you. And of course, you know, people talk about it all the time. And I think it's important is gratitude. Wow. I think gratitude will help you so much shift that mindset. And it's also going to take you back to your body. Oftentimes when we are so um, in that chaotic energy and that frenetic energy, we're so ungrounded. So the more grounded we can be um, and bringing that energy of gratitude in, it will really help to shift, I think, uh, uh, a, a spiritual perspective, but also quite literal without, uh, we won't feel so, uh, chaotic. Untethered. Yeah. Yes, so exactly. What has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Like what's been the big constant theme between you and your soul? I think a big theme for me was embracing my shadow, which didn't want to express authentically. So that for me meant finding my voice that I suppressed for so long. Uh, I went from being a, having a performer's background to being a singer. Um, it was highly intuitive at a, as a young age. And then, um, you know, early twenties that all kind of got shut down. I, I left my career in theater. Um, I shut down that intuitive voice and it took me many years to find that uh, again. So for me, that's been, been one of the biggest, um, uh, treasures was reconnecting to my voice and trusting that, you know, my higher self and my guides and my intuitive, uh, being, uh, is, has always been with me and never left. Um, and reconnecting to that has really opened so many doors to me when I made that commitment and decision 
Yeah, I think so often people think that they've lost it, as you said, yes. and it's not. You're just you're just disconnected, yeah. or you're feeling estranged from it, or you feeling as though you can't trust it. And you know, I think that alone creates a lot of chaos. That disconnection, Absolutely. that feeling, right? And so yeah. it's like sometimes it's the chicken and the egg, which came mm-hmm. first, right? The the mm-hmm. experience or the disconnection, or did they happen at once? What is your kind of daily practice to stay connected, to listen to that in, intuitive voice so that when chaos comes, it's not such a huge dip, but more of a little speed bump? Yes. And I think it's important to have a daily practice. And for me, I've learned over the years that I need to give myself a little uh, grace and that I can be flexible with my practice. I think I originally, you know, when I started out on this path, I was really um, rigid in it. But so I allow some fluidity in there, but I do, for for me, there is a, a practice and that is I start every day um, with a yin yoga. So I'm a yin yoga teacher as well. Um, that really keeps me centered and balanced. And then I always incorporate meditation and um, just taking the time to just be sometimes, whether that's just a minute in my car before I walk in the door every day or just really get quiet and give myself permission to, you know, say, Hey guides, thank you. I'm not, you know, thank you for these gifts you're giving me. And um, just it's tuning in and, and, and being willing to, hear that subtle guidance because it is so subtle. Um, And then sometimes I'll read spiritual texts, whether I'm looking at A Course in Miracles or reading The Science of Mind um, or an inspiring book. So I try and keep that balance, but it always starts with uh, my yin yoga practice and some form of meditation. Yeah, a grounding and a listening. And and I think sacred practice is important and I think it does have to be flexible. You know, I'm always talking about that. I think Really smart people can get bored in their sacred practice. They can outsmart themselves, right? Yeah. And, you know, and that that gratitude of, of listening, of, you know, being connected to that part of you that's divine is also key, right? I think, you know, your soul speaks to you through your intuition and yes. really honoring that and really going, hmm, you know, what choice do I want to make here? And I think that can be a sacred practice as well. You mentioned a little bit about, you know, being a yoga practitioner. Tell us really uh, briefly, what else do you offer the world in, in way of being of service? So I primarily work with people one-on-one through multidimensional healing and spiritual coaching. And that can be one-on-one or in a group. And I also offer Akashic Record Soul Readings, which uh, can provide a really amazing snapshot um, as uh, I, I call it like your soul's blueprint, and it gives you a really great idea of your strengths, um, your archetype, your intuitive gifts, and where you can use those and focus those energies, whether that's through your career or for um, all really all aspects of your life. Beautiful. And what has been the big question on your mind lately? Mm, a big question on my mind lately is how we can continue to evolve uh, and, and kind of ascend to these higher spiritual energies while still maintaining that that ground. And I'm speaking for a larger collective. So, you know, um, collectively, I think there's so much people who are waking up intuitively, who are feeling that nudge to step up to, to teach or to coach or to do something in the intuitive healing arts. Um, and I love to support people in, in their mission of, of, of achieving that. Um, but I do feel like it, 
oftentimes when people are um, advancing spiritually, they do forget that importance of staying tethered, like you mentioned earlier. So I think that's something that um, for myself, I'm trying to work on, but I'm also seeing that reflected back in people around me as maintaining that connection to the earth. Um, so, so we can really serve um, and, and be of service without being so, so far out there where we are disconnected. Yeah. And you guys can also easily do that by asking your divine intelligence to align both your earth star and your heaven star mm. at any time to snap you back in, so to speak. And it's a, it's a, I think people, uh, condemn themselves for not being there a hundred percent of the time. And yeah. Right. And I think yeah. that, you know, if you, if you want to be more connected, let's try to let go just of one judgment of yourself per day. I think that will get you yeah. on a stronger path, right? That's beautiful. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yep. So as we're kind of wrapping up the last couple of questions here, what do you want people to remember about really moving through chaos, coming back to the word grace, which in my definition is in the favor of God, you know, which if I think about that, I'm like, oh, I'm always in the favor of God. I'm always in grace. It's whether I'm participating in it or not. What is another kind of tangible tool that you can offer people to get back to that feeling of connection and grace? I, for me, for a, a big tool that helped was writing. And I, I definitely strongly encourage people, you know, to write it out. You know, we don't want to, the more we stuff things down, uh, it's just going to, you know, bottle up and it's not, it's, it's going to really eventually cause a host of problems. So I would encourage you to find a ways to, to move that energy and writing is an amazing thing to do. You don't have to be a writer, you know, just, you can doodle, you can sketch, but I think that's a really great tool to kind of move and cycle that energy and also allowing yourself to process all of the things, all the chaos and, and, and all of that. Um, so you can move back to that grace and, and, and know that there are gifts, you know, it's like when every yeah. storm passes, it's going to leave, you know, like uh, that rainbow. So there are gifts that are happening that sometimes we just can't see. Um, and we have to be willing, I think, to kind of step back and become that observer so we can see the bigger picture when, when that shift happens. Yeah, divine is everywhere and in everything, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And sometimes when you're in the chaos, you can't, because you're in fear and fright, you can't feel or acknowledge that chaos. But give yourself some time. There's always that, oh, look all those good things that happen because I broke through that spiritual barrier of lack of some kind or feeling of disconnected. Alex, as we wrap up here, can you give out your website address and let people know how they can get more of you? Absolutely. So people can find me at alexlevyonline.com. Um, I'm also over on Instagram at Alex Levy underscore intuitive. Beautiful. So my last question for you is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, yes. what would your magnet say? Mm -hmm. I love this question. My magnet would say faith, trust, connection, family, and love. I love that. That's a very big magnet and I like it. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Thank you so much for bringing your grace to the situation. And I really enjoy talking to you. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate this. You've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. This podcast is dedicated to helping you to understand your soul 
is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, please secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. And please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment, write a review, or contact me directly. But most importantly, contact my guests because I hand select them and they all rock. So thanks everyone and bye for now. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.